This is the Organizational Health Advantage Podcast with Keith Hadley and James Felton, Principal Consultants at Table Group. They're in the business of coaching leaders to build strategic focus and cultural alignment that leads to amazing results. This podcast is for leaders who are looking to increase productivity and morale while decreasing politics, confusion, and unwanted turnover. Welcome to the Org Health Advantage. Hello, and welcome back to the Org Health Advantage podcast. I'm super excited to have somebody on the show who means a lot to me. His name is Mitch Bell, and Mitch is the VP of Physical Production and the co-producer at Marvel Studios. I've known Mitch for decades, and he's absolutely one of my favorite people. He's such a great guy who's super positive, and he's definitely paid his dues in the industry. I'm super glad that it's paying off for him now. We'll talk about the culture at Marvel Studios and why they're so successful. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Welcome, Mitch Bell. How are you doing, man? Yes. You you did it right. I'm impressed. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I think you just made some of that stuff up in your title. but Uh, I I did, as a matter of fact, and you bought into it. So (laughs) We'll check LinkedIn to verify after this. You do that. All right. So, Mitch, how long have you been with Marvel Studios? I have been with Marvel Studios now coming up on 11 years. I started back, uh, I came in at the tail end of Iron Man 2 um, and, uh, and have been there ever since. And it's, uh, you know, I, I, as I keep telling people, it's, it's crazy when, you know, look, when, when, I, when I went in for the interview and, and the job, I knew some people there and you know, I thought it'd be a cool job, an opportunity, making comic books in the movies. How cool is that? You know, cool. not really, I know, not really, but you, you know, Obviously, back then, it was kind of a glimmer of what we were doing, right? It, it, every movie that that came along, it got more fans and it became a bigger hit and, and around the world. And it's just, it's grown into this, it's taken a life of its own, this, this MCU. It's, it's, it's a beast that uh, it's, it's amazing to be part of. It really is. Yeah, that's so cool. And what what was your background before that? I mean, I know you're in the industry, so give a little, shed a little light on that too. I, I moved out here from Colorado LA to LA uh, in 92, one, somewhere else. I don't remember actually. Uh, um, and uh, my sister was out here. Yeah. She got me an interview uh, at, at Imagine Films, which is Ron Howard's company for a PA position. So I uh, went over there, right place, right time, got the job, uh, started at the bottom. You know, I was in the mail room delivering mail to Ron and, and his, his uh, producing partner, Brian Grazer. Uh, was there for a couple of years. Uh, decided to go freelance because I wanted to, I wanted to actually do that was more corporate. I wanted to actually make movies. Yeah. And so I went freelance um, and, and, and jumped onto a, uh, a, a Jackie Collins lady boss, a mini series. Uh, uh, was my that. first, <laughs> was my first, yeah. was my first uh, foray into the freelance world as a assistant production coordinator. And I had zero clue what I was doing. Uh, but faked it enough where the producer and I got, it got along really well. And, and uh, he took me on to his next movie and, and promoted me to a coordinator. And again, I had no clue what I was doing. Uh, but fortunately I knew people that did. So I called them up every day. Okay. What do I do now? What do I do now? Uh, and got through that and stayed with him for a couple of years and, and kept you know, doing more and more jobs. Um, I then uh, I did a couple of movies. Uh, I did a movie with Bruce Wallace called uh, uh, tears of the sun. Yep. Um, 
I was in Hawaii on location for about a year, which does not suck. No, I came out to visit. And actually, you came out yeah. to me. You did. Oh, okay. And we, yeah. we, we, did, we did a few things out yeah, there. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that, that we can't discuss now. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and, and did features thereafter. I did, a, you know, I did a, um, Ali with Michael Mann and, yeah. and Will Smith. Uh, Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore. Um, and a, a bunch of other movies. And then, and then I got to a point where I was tired of traveling so much and wanted to stay home. And so I thought I'd do TV. I'll do TV for, for, for a while. And that worked great. And, but even TV started traveling. Um, and so I, you know, I kept working my way up the ladder, uh, uh, supervisor, production manager. And then uh, I said, okay, I don't want to travel anymore for TV too. And now what can I do? I'll do corporate. Corporate won't travel. That's fantastic. <laughs> started looking for a corporate job. So, you know, I had new friends at Marvel, uh, went in for the interview, got that. I still travel, but now I can pick and choose my travel, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, I, look, I started at the bottom and worked my way up, you know, it took, it took a lot of years. Took oh lot man, of years. you are one of those guys. I've told you this before, but you're one of those guys who just stayed after it, you know, and I, yep. I just applaud you so much because you just kept working hard. And um, I know there were times when it was pretty tough. Um, yep. either with the travel or then being out of work for a little while and yep. uh, just so applaud all the, all the grittiness you showed and, and it's really paying off, obviously. Um, just so well, proud thank of you. Uh, I appreciate that. So uh, what, you know, the reason why I really am interested in, in having you on here is because I, you know, I think there's such a cool culture. I can't define it. And so, but I yeah. think there's such a yeah. cool culture within marvel and obviously externally it's cool because you're dealing with celebrities and and making cool movies and you know you're 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 hitting box office records every time it seems like and i know you in your position you know all these people which is really cool but within it there just seems to be this awesome culture and and the first thing you know you and i were, were talking about on before we started this was how last year, uh, you know, I brought the family out to come see some of the filming and, and visit you on set of Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you introduced us to somebody that we didn't know who he was. I mean, you told us his name, but, you know, it wasn't until we went to dinner with your family that night that we realized, oh, that was the head of Marvel Studios. Yeah, Kevin Feige, yeah. Yeah, he was on set that day, too, and, and introduced you guys and... Again, it, it, it does come down from the top, right? It, it's the culture of Marvel. I, when I started there 11 years ago, it was, it was a, a pretty small group. Yeah. You know, I, I, I honestly don't know numbers, but I'd say it was probably no more than 30 people at most, yeah. you know. And, and um, you were in Manhattan Beach was, at the time, and you were living, you still live in Manhattan Beach. Five, it was like five right minutes to drive. Yeah, yeah I, I had no problem with the commute then. It was actually pretty nice. Yes. Uh, but, but it, it, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because both he and, 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 and Lou, uh, the co-producer, uh, Lou D'Esposito, uh, uh, and Victoria Alonzo, who's, who's, uh, whatever EVPs as well too. They just, it's a culture where there's no egos, right? It, it's, it's shocking that as I told you before, it's one of the most, uh, um, historical runs of any movie studio to date. I mean, yeah. it's unprecedented what we've done that the first 23 movies they have grossed, I, I, you know, what, 19 billion, something like that. Um, every movie's been number one in the box office. Uh, uh, you know, we have the highest grossing movie of all time with, with Endgame. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been a crazy ride. Um, and, uh, and 
and uh, th those 30 people that were there, most of them are still there. I mean, very few people have left the, stu the, the, the studio. Yeah. And I think that's a testament too to the leadership um, of, of, you know, Kevin, Lou, Victoria, and then, and then us below them. Um, and we've, we've grown exponentially since then. I mean, I, I, I can't remember how many we have now, but we have, we have well over uh, maybe 150, I think, uh, staff now. So it, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, and it's funny because, you know, funny is not the right word, but you know, when Disney bought us right after I started, Disney, yeah. the, the deal went through right after I started, Disney bought Marvel. And, uh, and, and I think they're, they're probably glad they did. Uh, but every, every year it's kind of like, Hey, so we were, we were doing one movie, at a, uh, one movie per year at the time. And then went to two. Um, and then Disney is like, well, you know, why don't you do three a year? I'm like, okay, well, three a year. And then they're like, well, why don't you do four a year? Okay, fine. It's the, the problem is we were already built for that. Right. right. So you, you have to bring on more people. And uh, you're always fearful of of that upsetting the the the, the karma the balance within your within your group, right? You, you're worried that some people coming in might not fit in, but yeah. everyone has. And again, that's a testament to 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 find the right uh, people to fill the spots, right? And now we're we're now doing four streaming shows per year on top of the four movies per year. Uh, so we've had to grow even more. So now we have you know the streaming department and. Uh, so it's, it's been, it's, it's been, again, as I keep saying, it's been a, a crazy ride and, and, and the growth has been just exponential. And, um, but, but even, even with all these new people and all these new things that we're doing, it, it's, there's, there's not egos there. There's no egos there. It's, it's, it really is. Just, it's a nice place to live. Everyone gets along. Everyone, uh, I, I think it's just, is just, I would hang out with any of them. I mean, I like them all, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like, it's not like there's that one person that you don't want to see in the office, which happens a lot of times. Uh, they don't, we don't have that, yeah. you know? Um, so it, it's, it's been, it's been refreshing. It really has. Cause I've worked, you know, like, look, as you said, I've worked some, some, some jobs that, that I've worked with some, not the nicest people in the world. Um, and, uh, and it, it really is refreshing when you, when you get that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talk about core values with our clients. And so like even at table group, um, you know, our core values would be humble, hungry, and people smart. We work with Southwest Airlines and their uh, servant's heart, warrior spirit, fun loving. Do you folks at Marvel have that codified where you talk about it? And when you're looking for new employees, or you're looking to hire people, you're thinking about those core values? Or is it more informal of like, yeah, I'd like to hang out with this guy or this gal or no ego here. You know, it's just you get a vibe. Yeah, it's, it's been it's, it's pretty informal, and it's interesting because you know it's it's amazing that we we've, we've been able to stay. And it's like it's we're not as informal as we used to be. Sure, you know when Disney bought us, you know the the corporate uh, uh, um, lifestyle kind of bled its way into Marvel, but not not to a huge extent. Right, uh, and, and and Disney, you know, to their to their um, you know, I can't say enough good things about them. Yeah. To their credit, is is it be, they 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 buy like us and Lucas uh, and, but they let you do what you do. I mean, they, they realize that they're purchasing you for a reason yeah. and they don't want to mess with that reason. Yeah. So it, that's been refreshing too, having, you know, cause we, we, we are, it's much more corporate than it used to be, but it's not anywhere near what it, what it, what it could be or, or probably what it should be quite frankly. Yeah. 
Um, so it, it is pretty informal. It, we're getting more formal because we kind of, as, as it grows, you kind of have to, it just, it just morphs into you have to have more of, of, a, of a structure that, that you used to, than you used to have. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, it, it has to change and it is changing. I think for the, not for the better, for the worse, it's just, it's just, it's just being forced upon the situation. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think in terms of core values, I think it's, it's something that everyone knows, but doesn't really, it, it's, it's, it's not really stated though. You right. know what I mean? I think that we all deep down know, know that it's, you know, uh, uh, creative people, hardworking people, uh, um, that actually, you know, just, just the focus is just want to make good movies. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we are. We're just, we just are good people that want to make good movies. And no egos, um, as you've touched on a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be. Humble. Yeah. Yeah, you do. So it's, 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 uh, again, it's, you, you do know the people when you meet them. It's shockingly. I mean, interviews are, are you know, I, I keep telling, I, I speak occasionally to groups. And one of my th- biggest things is like, you know, you have to be in, in, an, in an interview, A, you got to be yourself, but you also have to be a better, a better uh, a version of yourself, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't walk in and expect you have a job. You actually have to earn the job. Uh, uh, so it, it's, uh, you, you, that comes, that comes across. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's great. How, you know, one of the things we talked about when we were on set was just the different directors that you're able to bring in. Mm-hmm. And because while maybe you don't have the culture like codified, um, but you know what it is, you also know like, okay, we know how to make pretty good movies, really good movies. And you're able to find directors that are okay, like coming in and, and fitting that system. Talk about that a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Marvel's a different system because we are, the executives are the producers. Yeah. In any other studio that you go to, they hire the producers and, and, and they kind of oversee it, but, but they have a bunch of producers off making a movie. Yeah. We're the producers. So we're, we're, we're deeply ingrained on everyday basis on the movies that, that doesn't, it, it takes certain directors to come to want to, to, to do that. Not all of them do. Yeah. They, they, a lot of them want to be more independent and, and make the movies and, and, and they do a great job. And, and that's fantastic. We, we want to be collaborative. We want to have a, 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 a director that a has a, a great vision and, and actually a great voice, um, and and is able to come in and work with us as a collaborator. Yeah. Um, uh, they still are in charge. We we still give them the you know the 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 reins, um, but but we do get a lot of input. Um, and so what a lot of times we do is is we look for uh, you know people who are up and coming. Now now with the you know the the, the biggest credits. Or, or they are the most credits, but but someone that has a, a, an amazing uh, a voice and viewpoint. Yeah. Um, and so it's 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 worked very well. I you know we're we're even trying to become more diverse. Uh, uh, you know we 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 are hiring, you know, which has been great on Black Widow. We had Kate Shortland as, as our as our director. Uh, we had Chloe Zhao and Eternal. So we're 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 as another one of our of our focuses and our pushes is to becoming more diverse, both in front and behind the camera. Um, and so that's that's one of our things that we're focused on right now, um, but it's 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 an, it's a formula that that works. Again, we, we've heard from directors that would say they never, would never work with us because because of, of the way that we, we work, right? Um, uh, but it's 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 it, it works. Yeah. It works for us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and you talk about being collaborative. I mean, when we were on set, the director was like off reading scripts, and while filming was going on, you know, or mm-hmm. maybe rewriting or like, you know, I don't know, but um, mm-hmm. she definitely seemed to be 
like clearly she was present, but she was all, also a little bit hands off too. And mm-hmm. I mean, that clearly that goes to the collaborative and the no ego and, you know, creative and, and all that. That's awesome. So how does that, uh, how does that work with like bringing in actors? So, so it's, 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 it's interesting because it, it's, again, I go back to when I first started on at Marvel and, you know, we, uh, would have to go out and 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 pitch actors to be in our movies. We we had to, we didn't beg, but we had to actually physically really want to, you know, make them want to be involved. Now it's the other way around. It's like actors are calling, you know, Kevin and Luke constantly saying, you know, I, I'd love to be in one of your movies. <laughs> so it's 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 completely changed. And that's success, right? Yeah. Success breeds that. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's it's interesting now that that we have basically almost everyone in town calling us, not everybody, because some people don't want to be the superhero genre, right. which that's fine. Yeah. But, but a lot of people are, are like saying, you know, I, can I be in one of your movies now? And so it's, it's been great. Cause you do, we, we, you know, look, we had great. Look, we had Robert Redford in, in winter soldier. Yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yes. Robert Redford, uh, uh, Angelina Jolie is now in Eternals. We we got her and she came to us. Uh, just and a lot of times it's because, and, and what, 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 but what they've all said too is that, you know, their 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 uh, their sons and daughters or their grandkids watch Marvel and know Marvel, and so that's why they want to be involved. Because even if they, if they have no idea what Marvel is because they never read comic books, they their 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 kids and grandkids do, and so they want to become involved. Right. So that's it's a it's been it's been a really cool uh, uh, thing to see that that it's it's. Again, w- that we now have have ability to, to to put not whoever we want, but we have a, a wider selection of choices. Right. Well, what's been interesting to me is seeing some like really big A list actors come in and be a part of it, and Angelina Jolie. I guess I didn't even know that. Um, and then some that have been like good actors and played yeah. in good parts. You know, Chris Pratt comes to mind. Not that we have to get specific, yep. but like, and then they've really like grown in their stature yep and, and so yep. how so i could i understand like how somebody like a chris pratt and again you know like okay had a good little resume going shouldn't say little but good resume and then becomes huge so i get like okay he was probably pretty grounded when he came in versus somebody else who was already really established and it's like mm-hmm. how does how does that all work do you are you are you still going through that like yeah, are they going to fit here? Are they collaborative, even even at that level? Yeah, we have an amazing casting uh, director named Sarah Finn, who's been with us for as long as I, longer than I've been there. She's done every one of our movies, uh, and she is uh, she is remarkable. I mean, and she finds talent, uh, you know, like people that you wouldn't think. I mean, you wouldn't think back when Chris Pratt was cast in in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was coming off of, off of uh, um, Parks and Rec. Yeah. And he was, you know, he, he wasn't a superhero type of guy, right? right. Uh, when you look at him, you didn't think superhero. Right. But, 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 but she, she did. And, and, and I think that, you know, Kevin Lou also saw that and he came in for, for a, um, for a screen test and, and was, was awesome and great. And, um, you know, and it's, it's different back then because again, you were trying to find, the, the you know the, the Hemsworths and the and the Pratts and the and the Evans of it all right and, and uh, because again we we didn't really have 
people coming to us. Right. Uh, so you, you gave, we gave, you know, these, these opportunities to people who just nailed it. Uh, uh, now it, it, again, it's, it's, it's not different, but you, but you, again, as I said, your, your selection is, is broader now that you can, you know, get the A-list actors to do this. Is that always the best choice? No, not necessarily. I mean, sometimes, you know, you do want to have someone that's, that's unknown, yeah. uh, um, that, that will, will, will be in the role. So it's, it's kind of, it's now where you can, we can, uh, uh have the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. We, we can still look for for the new for the new talent, but also be able to to use the A list actors. Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody I definitely want to touch on specifically would be Chadwick Boseman, because yeah. I mean, you know, when news of his death came, I texted you, and you were surprised. And then I thought, oh, that story that nobody knew is really true. Yep. Yep. And is there anything where you look back on it and go like? Oh, maybe that, or was he just so in, in his roles and in his, yeah. who he was as a person and that you just talk to, talk to us yeah. about that. He, he, he never, we didn't know. I mean, and he never asked for time off to do treatments. He never asked for, it, it was, it was never, it was, it was, it wasn't even a, a glimmer. Uh, wow. you know, it's interesting when, after, so what are, uh, when was, uh, I'm sorry. Civil War was first when he first uh, came to, to work for us, and then he did Black Panther after that. Uh, on the um, and you know he he would always come in and you know and he was you know bulked up and he was you know in great shape and you know on 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 Infinity War and uh, Endgame he came in ripped and huge and it's it's sad that that he didn't feel comfortable sharing it. You know, that, that's, that's, the, that's what makes me kind of sad is that like, I, we, nothing, I don't know what we could have done, but at least it's, it, you know, you wouldn't have to go through it alone, which, which he did. But I also, you know, know that he was raised in, in a way that you, you don't share too much, right? right. You, you keep everything inside. And, and the, the saddest thing about the whole thing is that, you know, he, he was, he was a really just a nice guy. He was, he was, he was quiet and he was, and he was smart and uh, well-spoken and he had a platform now where he could do such good things. Uh, and now he can't, you know, yeah. that, that's the sad thing for me is that the world has lost this amazing voice that was on the trajectory to do amazing things. Yeah. And, and it, it really, it really breaks my heart that we're not going to see what those great things were. Yeah. Yeah. He, he seemed to me like he relished his role, not just as, um, a, you know, a movie star, but in that role as Black Panther. You know, he played, he seemed to play, you know, really relevant roles and he seemed to mm-hmm. relish that and, um, and also be, you know, kind of a social leader and also a leader on, yeah. on the set. And like, he just seemed to embrace that, but again, without the ego. Yep. No, he's very humble and, 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 uh, and yeah, it's, it, it, it's, again, I, 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 I think it also goes back to, to, uh, to how he was, you know, he was, he was just, he didn't, he didn't expect a lot. Right. It's, I, I think that he worked hard his whole life and got to where he was by working really hard and didn't, and didn't take it for granted. Yeah. Um, uh, which it showed, right. It, it showed that that work ethic and, and that, and that uh, uh, understanding of his position, you know, and not just in, in, in the movies, but it just in, in, in the world. He's it, it, very, he's a very deep thinker, and it, 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 again, it just, it really is a shame that we won't see what, where, what happens next. You know, it really is. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, it happened during COVID. So you folks weren't really mm-hmm. even together when it all happened, right? How, that no. must have actually no. been awkward in how separate all of you were as a family. We were, yeah, we, we, we had no, had no idea. And then we're moving forward with everything. So uh, it, it's, um, you know, we're going to have to now shift and adjust and we got to figure out what we're going to do now going forward. And, and I don't know yet, quite frankly, but we're working on that, but it's, 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 it, it really is heartbreaking. I, I just, I, I can't explain it any other way because it's it just, I, I, when I first heard, you know, when, when, when uh, you know, from, from my wife and from you and everyone started calling, it's like, it's just, it, it, was, it was very surreal. It didn't seem like it was, it could have happened because it's like, totally. you don't think of that. It's like, it's like, there's no way that he's, he was in young and in great shape and, and it just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. I think I even remember you telling me th- about who it was going to be, who Black Panther was going to be, and just how jazzed you were at the time. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, re- oh, yeah. I remember you told me his name, and I, I was like, what? Who's that? Yeah. And you said, just well, to- he's been in this, but he's a great guy, and he's going to be awesome. Yep. Great actor. Uh, everything he did was amazing. Yeah. 42 was, was, was I, I first saw him in 42, and I, you know, just yeah. was blown away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it's... He, he, he had a lot of talent. Yeah. He had a lot of talent. Yeah. So in your role, like kind of describe your role a little <clears> bit <throat> as VP of physical production and co-producer. So for those of us who uh, aren't in the industry. Yeah. Uh, 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 so my, there's, there's two, there's a creative side and there's a production side yep. and Marvel. So they're, they're creative executives who deal with, uh, you know, find the writer, the director, the script. They become the executive producer on the movie. Um, and then David and I, he's my counterpart. We're, we're the physical production aspect of it. Uh, and we rotate uh, every other movie. And what we are uh, responsible for is uh, helping to basically figure out where we're going to shoot the movie, what studio we're going to shoot it at, make those deals, bring on a line producer to help work with. Uh, we only hire one producer per movie, and that's the, exec- the line producer, who's also executive producer. That works for myself or for David, um, and they're there on the ground day to day. David and I will be there as much as we can. I, I used to try to go out there, be there fifty percent of the time when we're filming. Um, it's going to be less now because we're doing more movies, so I, I won't be able to do fifty percent of the time. Um, but it's uh, so we we I hire the producer, and then we start looking at uh, department heads as well too, like the the cinematographer, the costume designer, uh, um, uh, and. Uh, and then as second year director, look at that, the, at the, the, the big, uh, the big crew members. Uh, and then we will work with the director and the creative exec to figure out who we want to hire for this movie. Um, and then, uh, and then we'll make the deals for these people and then um, oversee uh, the, the hiring of the rest of the, of the crew too. So it's, it's, it's the, it's, it's almost like a managerial position in terms of making the movie. Yeah. So you're overseeing the day-to-day aspect of it. I work with the, my producer uh, on, on the budget and the schedule and make sure that we stay on budget and on schedule. Uh, you know, you you uh, you troubleshoot any problems on a daily basis, and there are a few that pop up on a daily basis. Um, uh, but it it really it's 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 it, it truly is just a day to day managing of the movie. Um, and so when we came out to the set, by the way, you talk about like, oh, I'll be there fifty percent of the time, maybe not as much now that we, but there is like the last last summer was London. London, you know, London, Atlanta. I was yeah. just going to say Atlanta too. So, you know, we 
we all think of movies as Hollywood and being filmed in LA and, and you spend, you know, you don't, when you're on set, you're rarely in LA. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, because of, of our movies and the margins, you have to, we have to go where there's incentive. <clears throat> there's incentive here in, in, uh, in California, uh, but it's, it's not big enough. Uh, and it also, some of these stipulations lend itself to not working for us because you have to film within six, six months of, of, of getting the grant, which we don't always do. Mm. So it's, it's harder for us to shoot in, in California. And, and not just that, it's, it's two thirds of the incentive go to TV. So it's really busy in town on TV. So oh. even finding stages is hard to do. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, so TV is a big thing in LA still, but, but not movies. Most movies are not filmed here anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's not even the smaller ones, and so that just makes it like your management of the production. Uh, you know, obviously, well, and here's the other thing: when I was on set, you had another. You had like what was going on in the set behind us, and we were watching it on TVs. But then you also had other TVs, and we that seemed to be showing something, and we're like, "Where's that?" And you said, oh, that's on a bridge, like another part of town. And so we're filming this yeah. scene here. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you've got so much going on. Yeah. And I just want to, like, speak to, I, I guess I go back to just being super confident in your culture and the people you bring on that you could, like, have different things going on at different times of this, you know, huge, expensive movie. And you... Yeah. Like there was no stress. Everybody seemed calm. Like, it, you know, just everything was in control. Well, the, the, as we keep saying, like, look, we're, we're making movies. It's not like we're, you know, curing cancer or we're, or, or we're ending world peace or, or, or creating world peace. We're, we're making movies. So that, that like, is it stressful? Yeah, it can be very stressful. Uh, you do realize that you're, 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 you know, time is money, especially, you know, when you have these big crews. Um, but you also, you have, you hire the right people. And, and the good thing about that we're lucky uh, at Marvel is that, you know, people want to work for us over and over again. So we're loyal to people. They're loyal to us. Yeah. So w- once you hire people over and over again, the trust goes up even more. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's easy to, tr- to trust the people. But, but as you said, I mean, logistics are a huge thing. It's like, it's like an, moving an army. I mean, yeah. it's, we're, we're over, we're over, you know, it depends on this, on which movie it is, but sometimes crews can be over a thousand people. Oh yeah. Um, and, and you're trying to figure out, it's a, it's a, it's a puzzle that you're working on and trying to figure out, you know, who goes where and, and, and how to get the work done in the time that you've allotted, which, which leads to you doing different units here and there. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's a huge, it, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy, but, but again, fortunately we hire people that make it easy for us. Right. Yeah. That, that, that I, I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate to work with the high hire producers time and time again. Um, that that I, I can know and trust because I know that they get can get stuff done and and it's, it's been it takes a load off your off your plate, um, uh, which again is nice and and uh, uh, it the the most you know the, the hardest part of it I think is 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 the prep right prep's always going to be the hardest thing because that's where you win or lose is is in preparation of anything I, I don't care if it's movies or or any any you know business enterprise that you do. If you're not prepared for it correctly, you're not going to get there. So that that's where we've been very. We focus a lot of our time on on that prep and making sure that we that we know exactly what we're doing, uh, um, and and 
you want you want to plan your shoot and shoot your plan. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, one of the things uh, I thought about too is you're saying all this stuff, you know, production and logistics and, you know, all the things going on. And yet that's true for every studio. They all have to do that and they all have to prep. But it seems to me like, like your culture is your competitive advantage. Meaning it goes back, it goes back James to being embedded in the movies. It goes back to us being producers, Uh, Mm. you know, other studios, I, I look. They 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 do care about what they make, but they, but a lot of times when you when you hire when your entire crew is is a hired gun, they're not they don't always care as much and deeply about the project as you do, right? Yeah. They just don't. Yeah. Now a lot of, a lot of them do. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people are very professional and very very uh, uh, um, passionate about what they do. But sometimes you get people that just they're there for the for the paycheck. Yeah. So I think that, I think with us being the producers and being embedded there on a daily basis, you know, the creative executive, the executive producer on the movies is there all the time. Yeah, he's there from day one till the end. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm there fifty percent of the time, um, and and you know, Kevin and Lou and Victoria will come out and visit uh, occasionally to set uh, uh, just to give you know if, if there's any problems or if they just want to you know give support, they do that too. So I, I think I think it, our, our advantage goes a, a lot of, lot to that that we we are the producers. Yeah. Uh, well, I also think like you guys are playing the long game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you mentioned Tears of the Sun. Nothing wrong with that movie, but you go from that movie to a different movie has nothing mm-hmm. to do with Bruce Willis. It has nothing to do mm-hmm. with that studio pot- potentially. You know, yep. you're going from there to the next gig. You folks are are Marvel, and it's this long mm-hmm. game, and and that's got to play into the success as well. When you pre- keep yep. bringing people back, as you said, yep, that that's a big part of it. Uh, uh, and again, I think it also goes to the to the the passion of our of our fans and audience, yeah. uh, which is 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 amazing. And if you ever go to a comic con, you you see you see that passion, and is it is insane. Uh, um, but being in in Hall H where we do our presentations and hearing seven thousand fans just roaring and yelling, I, I can understand why why you know like rock stars love being on stage because it just that you get goosebumps by by that. Uh, and and so it, it, it's it's look the, the the passion our fans have for our movies is the same passion that we have to make the movies. So I, it, it 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 and I think and it, it shows right I, like you just said. I think that that is one of the benefits uh, beyond having a shared universe with all these characters that keep coming back and, and coming and going. And uh, it's, 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 it's the, it's this escapism of comic book movies, but, but not in a, in a kind of a hokey way, right? It's not like a, Oh, another comic book movie. It's, it's actually, we, we try to have subgenres in our movies. Yeah. Uh, so you have, you have like a, a thriller, which is a superhero movie, or you have a, a horror movie, which is a superhero movie, you know, they have all these subgenres, which which feed into the to it as well too, which I think is is very important as well. Because again, if, if you just have superhero movie, or superhero movie, it, it, it can get old. So you have to you have to make sure that you don't don't buy don't lose the, the crowd. Right, right. Well, you also kind of humanize your characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just coincidentally, I've talked we've talked about Chris Pratt a little bit, but I love that that scene uh, i can't remember which one it is but when chris pratt and liam hemsworth come together it was like in silver war and, and, Fanny 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 and, and they're yeah. just like 
totally giving Chris Pratt the business on Liam Hemsworth yeah. being this Chris, god. And, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, Chris Hemsworth. Sorry. 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 Name's his brother. Sorry. Sorry. Chris Hemsworth. There's so many sorry, Chris's. Chris. Chris, if you listen, I'm sorry. There's so many Chris's in the uh, in your movies. <laughs> there are, there are, there are. But that was, uh, I just love that 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 little yep. bit there to humanize them and make I, it fun. I, I, I one of, some of my favorite scenes are those two together because they're they're both uh, have great comedic timing and and I mean, look, Hemsworth is I'm I'm blown away by how because you never really think about Chris Chris Hemsworth as a as a comedian, but he his timing is is spectacular. Right. Yeah. Uh, Pratt makes sense because he's always been kind of funny, but but Hemsworth is like that's kind of a, you know you don't you don't know that until all of a sudden you can it's like oh shit he's hilarious yeah yeah oh that's great well hey man thank you so much for being a part of this it's been awesome you're welcome you know I have to ask two questions that I ask everybody um, yeah is what's your favorite leadership book and do you have a favorite leadership quote uh. So leadership books, I haven't read much lately, but I do recall back, you know, in my, in my old days when I was in business school and, and, and out of business school, uh, you know, the, 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 the seven habits of high successful people has been a, yep. a, a favorite of mine. Um, how to, how to win friend, bring friends yep. and influence enemies has been a favorite of mine. Yep. I started reading a few new ones recently. John Maxwell, oh, yeah. uh, uh, developed a leader within has, has been really cool. Um, uh, so it's, I, I don't really have a lot of time to read lately, uh, 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 uh books, but yeah, I, 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 I there, it's, it's, I, I try to, you know, get as much information from everyone I possibly can. So I'm, I'm a, I love reading. Uh, um, and so it, it, those have been the ones in the past, which I've, I've read as a quote. Uh, no, the only thing I can think of is I don't want to fight you. I want to fight him. Is that a good quote? No, it's not. It's not. No. Okay. No. Fair enough. That was good. I like how you stuck that in. Now we'll, we'll see if I leave it in or not. Um, of course you will. <laughs> Scott will listen to this. If I can listen to this, you got to leave it in. All right. All right. I'll leave it in. Cause you know, a table yeah. group, we talk about vulnerability and so I just got to be yes. vulnerable and leave it in. Yes. Exactly. Um, oh man. It is. Uh, thank you so much. I know how busy you are. Um, okay. So, we're not going to talk about future, but can you talk about the no. movie you're working on right now, or can you not even name it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I just uh, Black, uh, Black Widow. We just finished the one you came over and yep. saw. Uh, it's it, it is it turned out even better than I thought it would. I mean, it really is. It's it's got great emotion. It's got great action. Uh, it's Scarlett's fantastic in it. Uh, um, you know, uh, David Harbor is yep. is in it, who's just just fantastic. Uh, um, uh, the, you know the, the the cast, you know Rachel Weiss is in it. Yeah. You got Rachel Weiss. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh is re, is is great. I mean, you, you're gonna fall in love with Florence Pugh. Yeah. So that's great. Eternals. Uh, uh, we finished filming last year. I'm doing some some additional photography on that uh, in the next in like three weeks from now. Uh, again, huge cast. Got Camille Nanjiani and Angelina Jolie and Richard Madden and Gemma Chan and Lauren Ridloff and Liam McHugh and. It's uh, Don Lee, uh, who's he was like this uh, Korean superstar. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like he's like like the Korean rock. <laughs> he's, 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 he's he's great, um, but a great cast. Uh, uh, and we're introducing ten new ca- uh, characters into the MCU at once. Oh my gosh! So that's been that's been interesting. And then I'm prepping, you know, Doctor Strange and the next Spider Man. Um, 
so it's and and, and we, we're finishing up our streaming shows, our first round of streaming shows. Uh, um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and and Wanda and Vision, yeah. Wanda Vision, uh, Loki. Uh, so those will be on Disney Plus early next year. Oh, cool. Uh, maybe 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 even the end of this year if we can finish them in time. Oh, wow. So what are you doing um, on so this yeah. podcast then? You got some work to do. I I know. Well, that TV again, streaming is not my division right anymore. Thank God I handed it off to somebody else. Um, so, but yeah, no, it's 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 a, a lot of stuff coming on the pipeline, and, and all it all feeds into the MCU. Even the streaming shows, they're they're tied into the MCU. That's great. So, what what happens there affects the movies. Yeah, another way around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, yep. Thank you again. This has been awesome. Uh, you know, you and I don't get to talk enough, so I appreciate this, and uh, I I think this is going to be awesome. And and thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, pal. Thanks for listening to the Org Health Advantage. Your hosts, Keith and James, are helping leaders change the world of work and invite you to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. For more resources on building stronger teams and organizational health, check out tablegroup.com. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.